Hi, and welcome to this, our podcast, Thin Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Biles-Mepperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, another one of your hosts, also a Thin Within coach, and also Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we're so glad to have you here with us for this episode of Thin Within on the Go. go. <laughs> so glad you I don't know here. why I laugh every time, but it just <laughs> always know. makes me laugh. <laughs> so today, Christina and I thought we would share with you a mind renewal tool that we absolutely love mm-hmm. and that we have used. I've used it for years and years and years and years and years. It was one of the first, though it wasn't the mm-hmm. first. And it is the book or the app called I Deserve a Donut. Do you deserve a donut, Christina? You know, (laughs) I do. I deserve 12 donuts. A very complicated question. (laughs) It really is. It's like, what's the meaning of life? Do I deserve a donut? Yeah. (laughs) You know what? And then what kind of donut? (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a very, very specific favorite kind of donut. (laughs) And if if they don't have it, I don't even get one anymore. (laughs) Yay. So I deserve a donut is either a book that you can get by bar braveling and you can find it on Amazon or the app, which is available uh, at the Android app store, whatever it's called, Google play, whatever, and the Apple store. Uh, and it's free at the time we're recording this, mm-hmm. her app, I deserve a donut is free. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great tool to use to renew your mind. Now, when I first heard about this. It wasn't called I deserve a donut yet. It was in different separate files on her website as part of her blog. And I would journal through the material. Uh, and I, I felt like God was just growing me so much. So let's talk about what it actually is. Is this a book you just read through, or is it an (laughs) app? You just, what would you do with an app? How would we categorize that? Yeah. Well, first I'm going to read the rest of the title because that will really give you a clue as to what oh, yeah. it's about. <laughs> I deserve a donut and other lies that make you eat. And that's really, really important because that is what this is about. This is a resource to help us, to help me and Heidi and, and anyone else who picks it up to figure out why are we eating and what can we do about it? And And lies that we believe need to be torn down. Yes. And Barb has done an amazing job with these lists of questions and tips and Bible verses. It is more of a resource book. It is not the kind of book that you're going to read from front to back um, or back to front. Um, It is a book that you're going to use as a resource. And I've been using it now for nine years. (laughs) I like to think of it as a traveling companion on my Thin Within journey. Yes. Um, Really, I've used it for not just my Thin Within journey, but life journey, because it Mm -hmm. certainly there's aspects to it that don't even mention food. (laughs) And it's helpful. Well, and you can take these questions and apply them to almost anything, even if it's not exactly what's happening with you in your situation, you can take these questions and adapt them easily to whatever that you're dealing with. And the questions are direct. (laughs) Let's talk about the structure of the book though, first or the app. 
Um, yeah. Because it's broken into two sections, lies that make you eat and emotions that make you eat. And if you have heard our podcast on emotional eating or recently we talked about, uh, can I ever be free of emotional eating? This mm -hmm. book is a great resource for renewing your mind, identifying yes. lies and emotions that cause you to want to eat. So some of these lies, just to give an example, might be uh, careless eating. It's just one bite. <laughs> Denial eating. I'm not truly breaking my boundaries. Mm -hmm. uh, emotional eating. I need this. <laughs> Entitlement eating. I deserve this. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I like uh, another one is failure eating. I already broke my boundaries. I might as well eat. Bad scale eating. I might as well eat since I'm not losing weight. Right. Those are some lies that make us eat. And she's got a lot more where that came from. And then emotions that make you eat. Do you ever eat out of anger or annoyance, discontentment, boredom, loneliness, envy, frustration, greed, lust, insecurity, self-condemnation, and people-pleasing, living up to expectations, regret, stress, etc., etc. There are all kinds of uh, emotions and lies that are listed in this book or app. With each one of those little chapters, you have a list of questions. And I like to think of them as though God is asking them of me. And I like to respond to him prayerfully, uh, whether I write it down or whether I speak it out loud or even in my mind. Um, th so there's a list of questions and then there's Bible verses and tips. Mm -hmm. So each chapter or each section on the, the app has these different sections and it makes for a really great way of renewing your mind. Holiday vacation eating. It's a holiday. I deserve a treat. I think this is one of the best sets of questions to prepare for if I'm going on a cruise, to prepare for if I'm going on a weekend with my husband, or if I have a birthday party coming up or that you even have special events. Christina, what are ways that we have actually used this? Give me an example. Yeah. Well, you know, um, over the years, I've got a bunch of different ways that I use this book. Now, when I first, when you actually introduced it to me, Heidi, when you and I first started coaching, um, and it was definitely, I mean, I was using it almost every day at the time until I made it through the whole book. I didn't go from, you know, in order, um, but I bounced around until I went through the whole book and then I went through the whole book backwards. <laughs> um, so even if you're not dealing with that particular subject in the moment, it really helps to renew your mind about it ahead of time anyway. It's right. like you're, you're equipping yourself. Right. Um, so even if I'm not struggling with, say, entitlement eating right now, I probably will again in down the road. And so I might as well go through and either journal out or um, pray through or both um, the questions. So right. one of the ones I will never forget this when I first opened this book and looked through it, I thought, oh, my gosh, like I looked around the room. And I, it was like I was looking for cameras because I thought in my mind, my first thought was, how did she know? <laughs> like, how does she know this is exactly what I'm going through? And I was just really blown away by how much my heart resonated with what she had written here. And I'm just going to give you an example of the emotional eating one, because this one for me was huge. And I still, it's like, what she wrote here meant so much to me. 
and caused me to look at my issues with eating for emotional reasons in a whole different way. So for example, um, number one, what's going on in your life right now that's making you want to eat? What emotion are you experiencing? I mean, just those two, those two questions by themselves. I could spend a lot of time praying and thinking about that. Yeah. Um, just really gaining insight, asking the Lord, of course, inviting him in. I also have found one of the best ways of using this resource, I Deserve a Donut, is to look back at, okay, there was an instance, whether it was last night, an hour ago, or a, a month or two ago, or a year ago, yeah. uh, you can renew your mind with this resource after you've messed up, after you've gone sideways in your eating and think of a time when, when did I eat out of an attitude of entitlement or an emotional eating experience? Mm -hmm. So I may not be in that right now, but I have been. Yeah, definitely. So here's another question. Will eating make you feel better? If so, for how long? Maybe <laughs> that's something you've never thought about. I mean, these are really, really good direct. Like I said, the questions are direct. Will eating solve your problem? Will eating create new problems? Wow. I mean, thinking about these things, journaling through them, this is so valuable because with the renewing of the mind, I want to change my thoughts. I don't want my thoughts to be the same anymore as they have been for so many years. Mm -hmm. And this is so valuable. What do your boundaries protect you from? Do you need protection today? Mm -hmm. Thinking about my day, looking into my day, what's going to happen? You know, what might bring up emotion that might send me to food? What do you think God wants to teach you through this trial and then this question always really gets me. Is there anything you need to accept? And then what can you do to thank God in this situation? And really most, most of her chapters have those questions. Those ending questions are, are similar. What do you need to accept? Is there anything? And then what can you thank God for? And there's that piece of gratitude and how important that is. And bringing gratitude into this challenge and struggle and into this mind renewal is really powerful. Okay, so I, she has some beautiful Bible verses here for emotional eating, and I appreciate those so very much. So then we have God's own thoughts. We have his own words. We have his wisdom here. Um, and then she goes into tips. And at the end of every chapter, there's a few little paragraphs that are tips. Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit of this to give you an example, because I just love what she wrote here. The telltale sign of emotional eating is that you feel driven to eat. You don't just see a brownie on the counter and want it. You go looking for the brownie because you need it. And this is where I was looking around for those cameras. And I thought, <laughs> how did she know? This is exactly what I was feeling so much of the time back then, especially emotional eating is usually triggered by something else going on in your life. Usually something bad. Sometimes the need to eat is all consuming. And sometimes it's just a nagging little thought at the back of your mind. The best way to break free from emotional eating is to get rid of the emotions that are driving you to eat. Ask yourself, what emotion am I, am I experiencing? Then go through the questions and Bible verses for that emotion. And here comes the, the part about the part that's filled with hope. 
What usually happens when you take the time to work through the emotion is that your desire to eat will disappear. And this is what we've talked so much about in these podcasts and in all of our classes and curriculum, um, that we're not just white knuckling it. There really is a change that's going to happen as we renew our minds. And then it says, if you don't take the time, that emotion has to go somewhere. Usually it goes to the kitchen looking for something to eat. And that little tiny chapter made such a difference for me when I first read it. Um, And I have worked through those questions again and again since then. So a couple of the things I wanted to mention too, is that if one of these chapters feels too overwhelming, maybe you only have five minutes, just pick one or two of the questions. There's no problem with that. God will meet you no matter how much time you do or don't have. If you don't have time to journal, that's okay too. You can whisper or pray through these questions out loud. Um, For me, it's better to do it out loud because I lose track in my mind. (laughs) Um, Another idea is just using the scripture. Sometimes I go into this book just for the scripture. I'll choose two or three and use those to renew my mind and use those to personalize for my own situation. Um, They are so valuable. And then one other idea, sometimes I just read the tips all by themselves and I will just enjoy one or two or three of those tips, renew my mind, um, pray through those and that's enough. So it's just a great resource. You can use it in so many ways. It is one of my favorite go-tos. So I thought that it would be good to kind of go through one. And for me, when I, when I have journaled these, what I've done is I've written out the question, of course, as though, again, as though God is asking me this question and I journal it as a prayer back to him. And this might take a week for me to do this whole process for just one set of the questions. Mm -hmm. Then I will go back through after I'm done with journaling out my answers and highlight any place that I sense there's a truth there that God has given me that he wants me to wallpaper my mind with. Mm -hmm. And in that way, I can develop a new truth list. I can jot it down into my phone in my notes app or on a deck of spiral bound index cards for truth cards. Absolutely. And I end up, that's when I first started doing truth cards, this book played a vital role in that. Uh, And I did that quite frequently. If I don't have time or won't take time for whatever reason to journal about it, I might, like Christina said, praying it out loud for me is super helpful. Mm -hmm. So I'm on page 67 of the book right now. Um, tired of the struggle eating. Yes. This is one of my favorites too. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought it might be helpful for you guys to hear the questions and how we might respond to it. Mm -hmm. So God is asking me, do you ever wish life were easier? Oh Lord, I do. I really do wish life was a lot easier than it is. Mm -hmm. And relative to food and eating, I just want to not think about food. I want to not have to worry about it. And my body, I just want to be healthy and yeah, I don't want to worry about, I am tired of the struggle. Mm -hmm. So number two, why do you think it's so hard to lose weight and keep it off? 
when I first read this question years ago, I was like, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> because I was just at the very beginning of my journey and I'm still journeying and I will always be learning what the answer is to this question. Um, but I do know some of the answers for sure for me because so much of it is tied to my heart mm. and my thoughts and my old patterns and um, my struggle with dealing with emotions in a healthy way. Um, mm. God wants to go deep with me. That's what I know about this and that it could have been something else. The fact that it's food and eating just happens to be what he chose, I think, for me to draw me into his own heart. It could have been some other kind of stronghold, um, but I know that God wants to go deep with me into um, healing things that that need healing in my life. And so it's an ongoing journey. And that's why it's so hard to lose weight because it's not really about the weight at all. It's not about and if the food we just either. follow, if we follow a, a set of rules, we're going to have a really hard time unless right. we go deep with the Lord. So question number three, the Lord is asking me, what do you usually do when you get discouraged about it? Oh Lord, you know what I usually do. I usually respond by rebelling and overeating. I usually respond by being angry. And sometimes I even get resentful towards you about it. It's no good thing comes of allowing myself to go there. Uh, when I get discouraged, I know that Lord, you want me to focus not so much on the changes of my body physically, but you want my heart. You want my heart. And so when I get discouraged about the physical changes or lack thereof, I know that it just gets me all out of whack. Mm. Um, I'm focusing not on the unseen, but on what is seen. And, and it's always temporary. What is seen your word says it's temporary. <laughs> what is unseen is eternal. Yeah. Uh, and so Lord, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, but that's, that's the way it's been pretty much. So number four, what will happen if you keep doing that? And I mean, that's an easy one for me because I kept doing it for a very, very, very long time. So what will happen? I will continue in the cycle of guilt and shame. What will happen? Things will stay the same or get worse. What will happen? I will carry extra weight on my body and be uncomfortable. What will happen? I will not heal those things that need healing in me. Those things that God wants to transform in me, those will not change. Nothing will move forward in that if I just keep doing the same, same, same. Do you want that to happen? I just picture God asking me that. Do you want that to happen? Mm. No, Lord, I don't want that to happen. I want to be healed. I want my relationship with food, eating, and my body to be surrendered to you so that I don't keep this cycle going, mm -hmm. this unhealthy cycle. It's unhealthy for me physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Yes. Number six, how do you think God feels when he sees you suffering? Hebrews 4, 15 and 16 are referenced where it talks about that God understands us and he knows us. Here it is. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I think this is so important. Um, I used to be 
embarrassed and ashamed and afraid to go to God with my suffering, my failures. I thought, I've got to get it together before I go to God. But here we see that God has compassion for us and loving kindness, and he understands, he gets us. We can go to him the minute we need anything. We don't have to wait. And so I really love this question. It just reminds me that God is waiting to greet me with compassion and love and that I can go to him with whatever it is that I need. Number seven says, what do you think God wants to do for you in the midst of your struggle? And I like to think of this when I'm working through this as him saying, child, what do you think I want to do for you in the midst of this struggle? That's where a number of other verses might come up. And I look at her references for that. Philippians 1, 6 says, for I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Lord, you have said in your word that you are going to perfect it. The work that you're doing in me, you will perfect. You are not turning your back. You are at work. And I thank you for that. You've also said in Galatians 6, 9, that if I don't give up, if I don't lose heart, you will cause a harvest to be reaped. Mm -hmm. I thank you for that as well. Mm -hmm. You have also said in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, that I will receive what you have promised me and what you've promised me is not a body that's perfectly thin and trim and all of that, but yourself, you've promised me yourself. And I don't even have to wait for that. I can enjoy your presence in my life right this very minute. Thank you that you are a God of promises and that you are willing to work in the midst of my struggle to let me experience the fullness of your promises realized. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And then number eight, what do you think God wants you to do? So what is he asking me to do in the midst of my struggle? So, and then she has all these, you know, wonderful references, verses that Heidi was just speaking of. In the word we see, as I said before, that he wants us to come to him. He wants us to not lose heart. He wants us to consider it joy, knowing that we are growing and learning and that he is producing endurance in us and giving us wisdom. Um, he wants us to be confident that he will finish the work that he's doing in us. Mm -hmm. He wants us to enjoy his presence in the midst of our suffering. Um, he wants us to ask so that we can receive his wisdom. Um, there is nothing that we can't bring to the Lord. There's nothing that he doesn't already know. Um, he's ready for us. He's waiting for us with open arms. Number nine, what will I gain if I go to you, Lord, for help with this struggle? Oh, Lord, as I go to you for help with this struggle, my intimacy with you deepens. I sense your presence. I sense your offer of help to be my strength that I, I can tell that you really want to be my perfect strength in my weakness. That is the kind of thing I can experience from you that I will gain mm -hmm. such a beautiful relationship with you as I invite you in and keep welcoming you in and turn to you in my struggle. I know that I will experience such closeness with you that it will impact me, not just relative to food and eating and my body image, 
but to relative to everything, really. Thank you, Lord. Yes. And then number 10, when you think of all you'll gain, is it worth taking the time to fight the battle with spiritual weapons? Absolutely it is. And those of us that have struggled with this for a long, long time, like I have and like Heidi has, we know that it is worth it because it changes our whole lives. It changes everything. It's all connected. What happens in our lives, the way we respond to things, um, the decisions we make, it is so worth it to take the time to fight this battle um, with spiritual weapons, as it says. Absolutely so, so worth it. Number 11 says, would it help to have someone hold you accountable to the renewing of your mind? If so, who could you ask? And again, I picture God asking me this. He's saying, Mm -hmm. child, maybe you need to not go alone. Maybe you could have a partner in this Mm -hmm. holding you accountable to renew your mind. Notice Mm -hmm. the question isn't saying to make sure you're following your boundaries. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing, but the point is we want to renew our minds. So the changes come from within Uh, we're motivated by a heart that is being transformed. Mm -hmm. If so, who could you ask? Lord, I thank you for a wonderful friend and accountability partner that you've given me in my life. She's just amazing. And I'm glad that I get to do podcasts with her too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I hope that you can see the value of this amazing tool. Again, Mm -hmm. it's I Deserve a Donut and Other Lies That Make You Eat by Barb Raveling. Mm-hmm. You can get the book at Amazon and then the app by the same name is free wherever mm-hmm. apps can be found. <laughs> <laughs> We're yep. so glad you joined us for this episode. Thank yep. Thank you for joining us um, at Thin Within on, on the go. go. We'll see you Thanks next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.